Hey, how are you doing? Are you in a tough season right now? Do you just feel stretched thin and bombarded by anxiety, worry, discouragement, and depression? Well, if so, I bet your health and fitness is a slog and you feel like you've just got way more pressing matters to deal with than your own self-care, but still you feel like that's just one more thing that you're failing at. Well, today I'm bringing Angie Fry on the show with me. Angie found herself hit with the most challenging season of her life. She was so consumed with worry that she was skipping meals. She even started smoking again and was completely neglecting her body. She felt like a failure on every level. However, Angie was able to learn some valuable lessons about the connection between her self-care routine and her mental health. And today you're going to hear how she pulled herself up and got moving again and where she is today. If you feel like your health and fitness is one more category that you're failing in right now, this encouraging episode is for you. Hey friend, my name is Megan Dahlman. As a certified trainer and nutrition coach, I'm on a mission to change the conversation around fitness, nutrition, and taking care of ourselves as moms. If you're tired of restrictive fad diets and all or nothing workouts, in a culture that tries to sell you the lie that your value is tied to the number on the scale, then you're in the right place. I'm here to equip and encourage you to take simple steps towards the healthy life you want for yourself and the people you love. Welcome to Self-Care Simplified. Well, hey, Angie, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here with us today. Yeah, thank you, Megan. I'm, I'm really excited to be here with you today. You're a mom to a blended family of six. You're actually a grandma, too, and you're the founder of the nonprofit organization Pathways to Hope Network. Now, this is super cool, and I want to talk about this a little bit because it does play a big role in our conversation today, tying it all back to your self-care, your own fitness journey. So if you could, could you tell us real quick what Pathways to Hope is all about? Yeah, yeah, I would love to. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk to you about it. Um, Pathways to Hope Network is a nonprofit organization that offers support and community to parents with children who are either in the juvenile justice system or at risk of entering the juvenile justice system. For the parents that we serve, shame is a huge barrier to overcome when it comes to reaching out for any kind of support. For that reason, parents will often avoid talking to even like their close friends or their family members about what's going on in their world. I think it's because um, we judge we or we worry about people who might judge us or even worse, like judge our child. See, when our children are struggling with something, be it substance abuse, criminal charges, pornography, failing out of school, you name it. We have this tendency to look at that struggle and make a direct connection to our own perceived failures in parenting. Mm. For moms, this is especially challenging because we are so connected to our children from the moment they become ours, right? So having a child in crisis feels overwhelming and deeply personal. Yeah. And I know that this is very personal to you and there there's a 
personal connection here for you. And my my mom actually, and I've shared her story on the podcast. We've brought her on the podcast. That was a really great episode, but she's actually a chaplain at the Women's County Jail. And her heart for working with those women, working with just broken, struggling women there stems from her own stories of abuse and trauma in her past. So what led you to having a heart for other moms that are dealing with a kiddo in crisis like this? Yeah, well, I, like like you mentioned, I am um, uh, a mom, obviously. I'm a mom of six, and right now we're in the process of parenting our fifth teenager. And let me tell you, the challenges we have faced as a family were never part of the vision that I had for what motherhood was going to be like. Um, I was under this belief that if I was a you know good mom, and I'm using air quotes when I say that, right. I was I was reading bedtime stories. I taught them manners. I, I set boundaries. I knew the Lord. All those things that we believe like good moms should do. That the path for my kiddos was going to be pretty straight and narrow. And what I didn't take into consideration was the world. Yeah. You know. And when I found myself sitting in a courtroom one day. I was completely blindsided. And for a couple of years, life was just really, really hard, you know? I was embarrassed and ashamed and terrified that what, you know, like, what is this going to mean to my child's future? And it consumed me. Mm. So I had one friend, I'd say, that I really, I trusted. And I could talk to, I felt like I could talk to her about what was going on. But I felt bad because I was such a Debbie Downer. Like that was the only thing I ever talked about. And I just didn't have it in me to ask anything about her life or, you know, to talk about anything that she might be dealing with. So for months, I searched and searched for any kind of support that might be out there. I remember one time um, talking, calling up our um, attorney that we were using and like begging him, do you know any other mom that you have worked with? I just need one mom that I can talk to Yeah, that's been through this because I needed to hear from someone and it didn't even matter who it was, anyone that we would be okay. Like I needed hope. And during that, um, during that season, one of the verses that I clung to was Romans 8, 28, which is for God can use all things for the good of those who love him, all things. And I believed it, but, but how, like how this, what good could possibly come from this? And here we are. God is faithful. How long ago was that? How many years has it been since that scenario? It's been close to probably about 10 years now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still, you know, not a blip on the radar, right? Like Mm -hmm. it's just still this monumental, very defining point in your life. It makes me think of all the other women I've talked to that have been, you know, diagnosed with cancer or they've had this like major accident in their life or they've lost a loved one. It it feels like kind of that level of Mm -hmm. this defining moment in your life that your choices during those few years or during that single year or whenever, however long it might be, it really determines this like path forward and what the rest of your life 
looks like beyond that point. So I love that you have really turned something dark and tough into hope. And that is the beauty of what God does. That's, that's really his amazing work. So what impact did this have on your mental health? Man, during that time, I was just like depleted. I mean, all of my energy, like my mental energy, my emotional energy was used to just function. Like it took everything in me to get through the day, like to make dinner, to like do dishes, to keep the laundry going, to go to work, to like everything was just used up during that time. And I really feel like I... I lost myself during that time. You know, I I had quit smoking like years before I started smoking again. I was smoking like Mm. all the time, you know, to the point where like my lungs were hurting. Mm. I went through these periods of time where I was like not eating anything and then I would just like overeat. And I feel like during that time, like my spirit waged war on my body. Like I did to my body what the pain in my heart was doing to me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing how something so mental becomes physical very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were mm-hmm. you doing anything to take care of your body during that season of life, or was it just like mayhem? It was, was chaos. Yeah, it was mayhem at, at at that time. I mean, I did eventually, though, get to a place where I did, but but yeah, for a while there, it was yeah, it was it was rough. Were you experiencing mostly depression or anxiety or all of the above yeah. or more? I mean, what 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 did that look like for you? Yeah, all the above. I definitely say depression, pretty pretty severe levels of depression and uh, and yeah, a ton of anxiety. Although I didn't I didn't know it was anxiety at the time. Um, because I had never experienced anxiety before, but I remember going through periods of time where I was just like, I, I feel like I'm going nuts. Like, I literally feel like I'm losing my mind. I couldn't, it was so all consuming, you know? It was just, I was just lost during that period of time. And I think, you know, the fact that I had other kids was such a blessing, even though it felt really hard at the time to keep being mom, I knew I needed to keep showing up for them. And so it pushed me forward, even if it was just going through the motions, it pushed me forward for a period of time. But it really wasn't until, um, you know, I started back taking care of myself, Mm. that, um, that I began to, to, to dig my way out of that hole. So how were you able to make that connection then between your mental health and your self-care habits? It's it's almost like we feel like if only I can get my my head back on straight, then I'll take care of my body like because my because everything feels so chaotic, I'm I'm riddled with worry and anxiety and depression. The self-care takes that backseat. Our fitness takes the backseat. So how were you able to make that connection between the two, that there was a connection? I, I don't, I really don't think I did. I really don't think I did. I, I just remember, um, I remember, you know, kind of one day like waking up and being like, I'm just going to go for a walk around the block. You know, it, it was literally just like a thought in my head. And um, so I don't even know that, that I made the connection, but but I remember, um, you know, it was just like, it was just a walk around the block, but I remember kind of coming back and, and it felt like 
I was actually like I had actually done something that day. Yeah. Like it felt productive, and I would. I would, you know, put in um, headphones and listen to a podcast or an audiobook, and I would just kind of shut off the chatter, like the endless loop that's playing in my mind of like, you know, what, what should we do and how should we get out of this and how did this happen and, you know, kind of all of that, it just shut it off. And it's funny because my husband used to joke during that time that he could tell how I was feeling on any given day by how many walks I would take because I, <laughs> I did realize that like, oh, I feel better, you know, like that mm-hmm. felt like me doing something. Yeah. Well, and what's great about that was that it was very organic. It wasn't something like, hey, Angie, go take walks for your mental health. It was like, it, it just came from a place of, I think this is going to feel good. Yeah. And then you started doing it and realized, oh, yeah, it does feel good. I'm just going to continue to do that thing that feels good. And it it had that snowball effect. It created momentum on its own without you forcing it. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. what did those walks turn into? Was it more than just the walks at one point, or was it just that for a while? Okay, stop for a second. I just want to acknowledge that nobody's perfect, and nobody has perfect eating and exercise habits. I even splurge almost every day and miss a workout here and there. However, you might be feeling that you're so far off track right now, and your body is really starting to feel it. This isn't just one or two missed workouts here and there or a splurge meal every so often. This is maybe months off from making any kind of consistent effort, and your body is starting to talk back. All right, before you go do some sort of extreme overhaul, I have a free five-day guide that I want to give you that's going to help you get back on track with some simple daily challenges. I'm giving you some of my best eating tips, my favorite stretches, and more that will really help you jumpstart some simple good habits. Totally doable, and your body will instantly thank you for it. And I want to give it to you for free. All right. Just go to vigeofit.com slash tips to sign up. That's vigeofit.com slash tips. Or you can hit up the link in the show notes and I'll immediately send you the first day's healthy tips. You're going to love it. Yeah, no, it did. It did just start with walks. And then um, I remember I went, uh, there was like one night and kind of the same thing where I was just like, you know, like everything was just tight because you know how when you're under stress, especially like you just feel it everywhere. You don't realize how much you tense your body up when you're stressed. And so I remember just like being achy kind of and just like, let me just stretch a little bit, you know, and then the next side, it was like, oh, that felt good. Like, let me stretch this too. And it kind of just turned into in the mornings, you know, or sometimes throughout the day too, I would do my walks. And then at night before I went to bed, it was just let me just stretch, you know, and, and kind of feel good that way. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, God brought me you and I began strength training. And, and that, I mean, that was like probably over the course of a year though. Like sure. it was, it, it took time to get to that place, but that was a game changer because once I started doing strength training, I felt strong and I felt mm. like resilient, like all of the things that I had been lacking, all the feelings I had been lacking, I was feeling. And then slowly it was just like I started eating like three meals a day, you know, and right. creating some structure that like brought some comfort to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like all of a sudden it was like, here is the control that I was longing to feel. And yeah. my inner journey kind of began. Like I couldn't heal 
my spirit, like only time was going to do that. But as I focused on healing my body, my spirit started to receive the overflow of that. And those lessons um, are the things that ended up being like really the entire foundation of what we do at Pathways to Hope Network is to focus on the inner journey. It's There has not been a single person that I've ever talked to over the years that didn't have this connection between that inner journey and and whatever their you know whatever the struggle is that they're going through on them at the moment with this deep physical connection to and it's almost impossible to rip those two things apart and the people who I've noticed who heal better who feel productive and um I like that you said you know just a little bit of order and more sense of accomplishment during the day it's always this physical piece that plays such a large role but I know it's so hard in the middle of it to like muster up that motivation um was there anything in particular that you can point to was motivating you to keep showing up each day for just those self-care habits, those simple little things that you were talking about that kind of snowballed over time? I think it's just like anybody really, your fitness journey that you go on, like once you begin to feel the benefit that you get of it, right? The hardest part is just like starting. right? And so like once I began to kind of feel the benefit of that, it was like my body craved it. You know, like I, I wanted to go on that walk because I knew for that period of time, it was just me. Like it was just about me in those moments. And as moms, I think especially, we need those moments. We don't even realize how much we need those moments where it's just about us. Yeah. Yeah. We feel so selfish to even admit we that. We do. We do. <laughs> you know, to be like, I can't. I, I shouldn't be taking this time. Mm-hmm. There's so many other things I need to be addressing and all the things that I am worried about right now, the things that are consuming my thoughts, wouldn't my time be better spent, you know, pouring through solutions for those things. Right. And right. it's it's selfish of me or negligent of me to to carve out this time to go do this other self-care thing. I'm sure you had those kinds of thoughts at some points along the way, didn't you? Yeah, for sure. And I think like I had to kind of come to a place where it was like, okay, well, I spend, you know, the there's 16 waking hours, 15 of those waking hours trying to come up with solutions to the problems. And I haven't been <laughs> right. able to do it in 15 hours. So yeah. like this, you know, so, so this one hour isn't going to be the thing that like makes the difference and really give myself permission that like, no, like you, and this is the thing that like, I'm always saying to our moms too, is like, if you do not take care of yourself, like you will not be good for anybody. Like you, the best thing that you can do for your family, the best thing you can do for your marriage, the best thing that you can do for your child is to take care of yourself. Like it is selfless, really. It feels selfish, but it is selfless. You can view it that way. Absolutely. I I agree 100% because when we're beaten down, when our our cup is empty, when Mm -hmm. we feel like our bodies are just getting wrung through the ringer, like... I just know how much tension 
right? Like you were mm-hmm. mentioning what that does physically to our bodies. And then to try to operate from that state of mind, from that place, like that physical state, yeah, we're not helpful or effective for anything. Yeah. And gosh, I, if there's anything that I just want women listening right now is to hear like, it is not selfish to carve right. out time. And honestly, it might not even be an hour. Like, Right. How long was that walk around the block? No, yeah, like 15 <laughs> minutes tops, you know. Yeah. Right, and yeah. that had a massive impact on your day. I think we over or we underestimate how powerful those mm-hmm. small, simple things can be to our life. Yeah. We kind of feel like if I'm going to take care of myself, I guess it's going to have to be like a 60 minute long, like sweat session. Right. Right. (laughs) It took a long time for you to get to that place. Right. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think that's the thing is like, I didn't even, I, if at the time, if somebody would have asked me like, Oh, what's your, you know, exercise regimen, I would be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I wouldn't have even counted that walk as part of yeah. exercise. Like it, di- it didn't even in my mind at the time register. It does now. Like right. I, I see it now. I can see what the benefits were and how it did help me. And, but at the time it was like, yeah, I didn't even know a workout was, you know, you're dripping, pouring with sweat for at least sure. 60 minutes where you wanted to die the whole time. Otherwise, what are you even doing? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Gosh, what an expectation that we go through our lives with that. It's bananas. I think think that's a a huge reason why so many people um, don't even try or don't even start. They don't feel like they have the time or the capacity to start. I mean, Mm -hmm. who were you to be starting a fitness regimen in the middle of the like largest crisis of your life? Right. Right. And you didn't realize that's what you were doing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was basically tricked into it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what do your health and fitness habits look like now? I'm sure that's evolved over the years. It started from this place of necessity and, and just managing your mental health, the, the walks around the block, and it's evolved. So what does it look like now? I feel like right now, it's funny because if I'm going, if I were to use mm, the measurements that I have had my entire life in terms of whether I am healthy or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I am not healthy right now, <laughs> but I have come <laughs> so far um, in the way that my views on what it means to be healthy has shifted. And okay. so now it's like I, my, um, my health and fitness habits are to take into account my whole self. And so um, you use this great like building block analogy Mm -hmm. um, that you've shared with us. But some weeks, like I'm at a four and some weeks I'm at a one. Right. And I committed to myself that I will never allow myself to believe that I deserve less than one. Mm -hmm. One is grace. Less than one means that we're in trouble. Like something's mm-hmm. going on. That's when I know like I need to, you know, talk to somebody I trust. I need to journal. I need to get into therapy. I need to figure out what's going on here. But I really this idea of, you know, health and fitness is like, yeah, I'm not gonna just um, determine what I'm how I'm working out today based on like what's on the calendar or what the last video was I did like I really take into consideration like 
what does my body need today? What do I need today? And some days that's like, you know what, my body, my body is tired and it needs to rest and it needs to stretch. It needs, it needs a walk and it needs to stretch, you know, and my, my one block is like a walk. So I'll go through like a week where I'll just walk and then I'll go through another week where like, I'm feeling like on top of my game, like I've got all this energy and I'm, I'm pushing myself and and both of those weeks are great weeks because that's just what I needed. And so I'm learning to kind of listen to that and give myself that. I love that so much. You mentioned that your image of what being healthy and what a healthy routine looks like is so different than what you used to think it was. Yeah. What, like put yourself back in that situation. What did you used to think that being healthy was supposed to look like? I thought like, 30 minutes of pretty intense exercise, you know, like like a um like a high energy yeah, you like know, a boot or, camp class. Yeah, like or a something. boot yeah. camp mm-hmm. class, yeah. A, six days a week. And six, and oh six days a week. Yeah. <laughs> like one wow. day off was okay. But like if I was gonna be in good shape, at least thirty minutes. And even that was just like felt like it should probably be an hour. But yeah, that's that's kind of where Whoa. I was, yeah. Which was just like, who who can sustain that? Can you imagine? I do it for the rest of your life? No, no, no. no. Be so I, hard. I don't think you're alone in that either. I think that there's a lot of recovering boot camp junkies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good way to say it. Yeah. Or maybe that, like the expectation of that's what the routine needs to look like. Hopefully there's so many women listening that are recovering from that state of mind. And I really think that that drives our all or nothing mentality. Cause boy, when you're going through a crisis like you did, mm-hmm. there is no stinking way that you're going to no. be able to do that, that you're going to be able to show up and do that kind of a thing. It's not going to happen. Mm -mm. And I think that's part of the reason why, you know, when I said like my spirit waged war on my body, like it was like, well, you're on top of everything that's going on. And I don't think this was a conscious thought that I had, but I do feel like now looking back and examining it, it's like on top of everything else, on top of failing as a mom. Mm -hmm. you know specifically um you are also now like look at you like you're not eating healthy you're not exercising you're not doing anything so like you might as well start smoking smoking again yeah yeah Yeah. so you might as well start you might as well might as well just eat all the ice cream too you might as well not eat anything like you know like just it was a it was in some ways like it felt like a like i was punishing myself for how how I was failing in life it's interesting that we do that to ourselves so much self self self-sabotage that goes on there I'm just so thankful that you're in a much different place now oh me too and I mean working through all of that and coming out the other side so much stronger and really resilient and not stronger in a way of like now I am that person that trains hard six days Mm -hmm. a week (laughs) it's like that's not at all who you are it's noticing that a a good healthy fitness routine is one that has high points and low points and Mm -hmm. that's so good so to wrap up I always leave I I love to leave moms with just like one simple tip or action step that they can put into place today and I know that you have so much wisdom that you have learned through the years so what is something that you would encourage 
the woman that's listening right now to to just make a little bit of an effort to try to implement in her life? Yeah, I think um, for me, the the thing that kind of comes up or the, the th- I guess it would be more of a thought. And the thought is um, fast is slow and slow is fast. Mm. More and more, I feel like I'm realizing that we are meant to live counterculture. Like our lives should be less focused on achievement and more focused on purpose, like less focused on guilt, more focused on grace, less about success and more about like the values that we're bringing to the lives of others. And this is like, it's everything that's like the culture tells us like, this is where you should be, you know, grind and, and, you know, it's, it's the complete opposite of that. And I think that health and fitness are the same and it is a spiritual practice for me Mm -hmm. it's like it's become this spiritual practice of learning to listen honor and trust myself to know what's best for me Mm -hmm. so i would say like start slow not because you have to but because there's something bigger happening here and you don't want to miss out on it this journey that we're on, it's not about the number on the scale. It's not about the size of our gene or the inch, inches on our waist. This journey is about teaching us love and gratitude and grace for where we are right now. And it's beautiful and it's life-changing. I'm like team tortoise, like you say, all the way. <laughs> I love team tortoise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that is such... That is so encouraging. And I think everyone that's trying to rush the process right now or wants the process to go faster than it is, hopefully that's just confirmation. Like, hey, if it's going slow, you're probably on the right team. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And that's okay. I I know. It's like, if it feels wrong, it's probably right. It's probably right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So good. So, so good. Well, Angie, where can we go to learn more about your podcast that you've got, which is so awesome, and then also the Pathways to Hope Network? Yeah, so um, you can find our, uh, we have a website on pathwaystohopenetwork.org. You have to put the network in there because there mm-hmm. are other Pathways to Hope. So pathway to, pathwaystohopenetwork.org. Um, we also have a podcast titled Unyielding that um, honors um the unyielding love between a mother and their child, no matter what you're yeah. going through. Um, that can be found on, it's uh, it's on most podcast platforms, but Apple, Spotify. Um, and then, um, oh, also on, on Facebook, and I'm on Instagram too, but I don't, I'm, I think I'm like too old for IG. I haven't been able to figure <laughs> out like what, how to really get on there. So m- mostly like Facebook, but if you find yourself in a position where um, this is something that you're struggling with. You just you can go to our website. Uh, there's a button you can push to um, to set up a schedule a virtual meeting. Um, you know, almost instantly. So just know that it's not something you have to go through alone. I love that. There's there's nothing in life that we should ever have to figure out on our own. You know, I I firmly believe that fitness and nutrition is that way. You should never have to like Google your way to the answer. Someone is someone can help you same with what you're doing like you never you don't have to do what you're doing alone yeah right right. so good well thank you so much for being with us today angie your wisdom is beyond measure and we appreciate it so much thank you so much it was an honor